Lord, I just pray for our weekend. Um, Lord, we're so excited. We've put in the preparation, and we're just excited to see what you do um, in the lives of our students, Lord. So I pray for tonight um, that maybe if a parent is feeling anxiety or um, whatever comes with sending their child away from a week, for a weekend, Lord, I just pray for peace. Lord, I pray that um, this just be a night where we can continue to build partnership with parents and students, Lord, and we just thank you um, for a congregation of parents that's willing to trust us um, to pour into their students, Lord. So we thank you uh, for this night, and in your name I pray, amen. amen. Um, so we're going to go over just some of those uh, common things that we just need to talk about for retreats um, before we get into the paperwork side of things. Um, I want to share my heart just a little bit regarding retreats. We, we don't just do them because we feel like we need to do something fun. With retreats comes a lot of fun and memories and things of that sort, but ultimately there's bigger prayers that take place behind the scenes for weekends like this. And the thing that's been echoing in my heart for quite some time when I was dreaming up what a retreat like this could look like was the prayer that God would revive our hearts once again. And so there was a psalm that rang out in my mind and in my heart, and it's Psalm 85, 6. It says, Will you not revive us again so that your people may rejoice in you? Will you not revive us again so that your people may rejoice in you? And that is my prayer for this weekend, that God would revive our cold, calloused hearts to sing of his praises again. And that's my overall hope for a weekend like this. And it doesn't have to be just for this weekend, but for the years to come, if there are retreats to come, that this would be something that takes place in our students' hearts, that we would have a moment where a student can recognize and see their sin see their need for a savior in a world where they could have literally anything they could ever want to see their need for a savior is something that I, I pray happens. And so this is some of those moments like that can take place in a weekend where we're kind of removed from distractions, removed from situations, and kind of can put some time and equity into their own spiritual formation. And so um, overall, the bigger win for a weekend like this is that we, we come together and we have a moment to respond to the gospel. And so for a student, maybe for the very first time, or for a student that has responded and is in need of revival in their heart. And so that's my prayer for this weekend, that God would revive our hearts once again so that we could sing his praises and to bring glory and honor to him. So ultimately, that's my prayer, and I want you all to join me in that prayer. I know that you will. Um, now, moving on to uh, kind of the, the paperwork side of things, um, I want to kind of break down the schedule while also painting the picture of how this is going to look. This is the very first time we've done a retreat like this, so I totally understand and get all the questions that have been forming in your mind and the emails you've been sending. I totally get it. I'm not bothered by them. I welcome them because it is new. It's something that we haven't really done before, but the beautiful thing about this is that with 
new, um, comes really great things, and also comes with some wrinkles that need ironed out for, you know, years to come. So anyway, the very first thing when your student is ready for the weekend is that you're not going to come here to this church. You're going to actually drop your student off at their host home. The reason why we did this was because we didn't want you to drop off their student, also their luggage to stay here that then also needs to be transported to the host homes. It would just be a, a logistical nightmare to uh, have the student and their luggage go to the host home late at night. So it would be a lot easier for you parents to drop your student off at the host home. They can drop their luggage off. They can get some things settled. There's literally an hour between six o'clock where you drop off your student and when they're expected to be back. So there's some time to linger to get things settled, maybe meet the host home um, host. And so um, then you're, then the D group leader and the drivers, if there's needed, um, will bring your student to the church for the first session. And so what your responsibility is, is to bring them to the host home and then we'll take it from there. And so, um, so six o'clock is drop off. Drivers will drop off students here at seven o'clock, 7.30 we'll start session one. Then we'll have small group time after the message. And then after that, they'll basically go home for night one. Um, we also purposely didn't just overstretch our schedule. This could be one of those things where we could have stayed here at the church till midnight. We could have had a lot of late night fun. Um, but I think we also wanted to create a little bit of margin and breathing room in the schedule to allow for relationships to cultivate. And so um, they're gonna be at the host home by 10 o'clock um, to get a full eight hours of sleep. We know that's going to happen. We pray that will happen. Our children are different people when they don't sleep. Amen? They're different people. Um, anyway, so Saturday is our full day. The schedule's all laid out there. We're going to wake up and have breakfast. That will be at the host home. We will provide the host home some common breakfast items, some cereal, fruit, easy-to-go snacks. Some host homes um, are going to provide some they're going to spoil them some, and you know we welcome that. Um, but they'll be back here at 10 o'clock for session two for small group time, and then lunch will be here. We'll have an afternoon activity at the pumpkin patch. Um, then there'll be a little bit of free time where they could come back here to the church to watch a movie and lounge, or they're welcome to go back to the host home to nap or to just hang out there, come back here for dinner, last session of the weekend, followed by small group time and a game um, at nine o'clock at night for an hour, be back at host home again for the rest of the night. So um, Sunday, the beautiful thing about this is that we can mess up the entire church and no one's gonna be here Sunday morning because we have the one church service at the football field. So I'm really excited though that we get to end our retreat um, worshiping together as one church on the football field. So I'm really excited for the ending of our retreat to be that. Um, Sunday is going to look a little bit different, obviously. So we want students to wake up, pack up all their things. They're going to bring all of their luggage back here to the church and then go to the high school. So whenever you pick up your student at the high school for church, just come back to the church. We'll have the gym doors unlocked and you and, you and your student can pick up their luggage before you go home. Um, 
So that's kind of a rundown of the schedule. Um, packing list, self-explanatory. Um, and then if you had some questions, we kind of answered some of those in the back, the, the next page. Um, this little half sheet we provided for just to kind of know where your student is going to be sleeping. There's the address there, your D group leaders, cell number um, for that. And you're probably wondering why there's not a spot for high school boys, if you have a high school boy. And the amount of signups we had and the lack of D group leaders I had that were able to stay the night, we made the decision to not have a high school boys host home. Um, I wouldn't want it that way, ideally, but I also know high school guys value sleep a little bit more than middle school boys, and so I think they'll be okay to sleep in their own beds that night, but that does cause a little bit of travel stuff for those high school boys and families, so I like, apologize for that. It's not how I would have uh, written it up, but it's kind of the numbers I was working with, and I wanted to make a wise decision, and that was kind of the best decision we can make for that. Um, and if we get an influx of people to sign up tonight that aren't, and we need to adjust our host homes, we'll make sure we contact those adjustments to everyone if you're affected by that. But um, mm -hmm. if this was a very common question, and I want I do want to address that is. If your student, if you or your student is not comfortable staying the night at the host home, it is totally okay if they don't stay the night. It is not a big deal at all. They're gonna get, they're gonna have an amazing weekend even if they don't stay the night at the host home. So that's your decision, parents. I don't want you to feel like you need to make the other decision, but it's totally yours and your student's comfort level to stay the night. Um, with that, I'm gonna lead into kind of my phone policy for retreats is that um, I, I don't want phones at the retreat, but also I want, if a student has their phone, I want them to turn that in to their D group leader because I don't want it to be a distraction. But I also know um, I don't want kids to ever feel like they don't ever have an out if they get in an uncomfortable situation. And so I want it to be known that students can at any time ask their D group leader for their phone to call mom or dad. And we, would, we will always say yes to that. Or if you need to use the D group leader's phone, I, I just, I, I don't want a student ever to get put in a situation where they can't get out of. And a cell phone is one of those ways to advocate for themselves. And so if they ever feel uncomfortable whether that be to the D group leader or the host home person, that they can just know that they can ask those people and we will always say yes to them. So I want, my, I want you to hear my heart in that, that I don't want phones because of the distraction they cause, but I also want them to feel like they can get themselves out of a situation they're not comfortable in. So if that makes um, sense. Um, other than that, um, I don't... Is there anything else that I need to like hit on specifically? Maybe a pumpkin patch? Do you want to, is there anything that we need to do for that? All right. Pumpkin patch is pretty self-explanatory. Car Carolyn's pumpkin patch. Yep. So, yes, Tanya? 
Yep. Yeah, I would just say watch the schedule and say it says that we're going to be here at the church at 9.30 a.m., so just bring you here at 9.30 and totally fine. Any other questions? Um, pumpkin patch is paid for. If they want to bring a few extra dollars for cash for extra things, right, food or anything like that, they're welcome to do that themselves. It's a good question. Yeah, uh, I was going to make a form for people to fill out, but I didn't know if I wanted you to have another form to fill out. But if your student needs to be away at this time frame and you're going to pick them up, I would say send me or Erica an email. That way we know to expect that student to be gone rather than all of a sudden they just disappeared and we're like, oh my goodness, where's this student? They just disappeared and they didn't tell the D group leader or myself. And so uh, please let us know if a student has to be away at a certain point. That way we know we didn't lose a student. <laughs> yeah, Sarah? What are we having? Uh, we haven't nailed that down yet. We have uh, like some classic options, like pizza is one of those <laughs> options that I never take off the table, but uh, I don't know yet. Recommendations? Sure, I understand. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I haven't decided yet, but I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Any other questions? We, we will have signups open till tomorrow. At some point, we do need to cut it off so we can start making final plans. So if you have a friend that's on the fence, um, they can still sign up. You can send a link. The link's been a little quirky in that it works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. So if that's the case, just contact us and we can work around that. Um, but there's still time for your friends to come and sign up. Right now we're looking at close to 50 students total. So, um, but it would be great if you guys put us in a tight spot for having more kids than we would think. So. Any other questions? His name's Joel Carpenter. He's a youth pastor in the KC area. Um, I've known him for a number of years, and he, uh, yeah, a great friend of mine, and so I'm really excited to have him share his heart. Um, for worship, uh, again, friends of mine, Nick Monroe and Haley Harrison, they lead worship at 20-somethings for our college ministry. And so I kind of thought for the high school crew that will be coming, it can kind of create some familiarity with those that are maybe transitioning to that space that it's gonna be just guitar and piano led worship, but it's gonna be really great. And that their heart for ministry also in, and is just gonna be really great. So I'm really excited for worship and our sessions that we're gonna be diving into in scripture. Any other questions? Uh, 
Um, we're, once we get all of our numbers finalized, I think Monday we can look at how many students we have per group, what our D group leaders can do with their vehicle and kind of assign vans or whatever to, to groups um, next week, early next week. It'd be nice to have those. So if you signed up to be a driver um, and say uh, calendar wise, you're kind of overextended and you need to back out of that, that's totally fine. Let us know. But if you're also like, hey, I didn't know I could sign up to be a driver for the weekend and you want to, that's also very helpful. And so we may or may not need it, but um, I'd rather have more signed up than not enough. So... Any other questions? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. It's been fun. Um, it's been in the works for a while, and it's good to see a plan start to come together for something like this. And hopefully it's, uh, again, more than a fun time, a time where a student can look back on and say, that was a time that the Lord met me there. And that's what we hope. So we're really, really looking forward to this. But. Well, I hope that uh, getting out of meetings early is okay, but I also don't want you to feel like that could have been summed up in an email because I know how emails go over in this church. <laughs> so, but I wanted to uh, at least create an open space for you guys to ask questions so that you may consider, oh, that was a good question to ask. And so I actually recorded this too, so I'll put it on our student ministry podcast so that you can, if you didn't, didn't hear something correctly or whatever the case is, you can just go back and listen to it. You can share it with friends um, that didn't make the meeting. But um, ultimately, parents were with you in this. We know that retreats are kind of scary, like Erica mentioned, and we, uh, um, we're just excited to be able to invest in your students in this way. So we're going to be around for a little bit, so you're welcome to bring personal questions if you have. If you need to sign up your student, you can bring registration forms to us. If you need to pay, you can bring that to us. However you need to, um, we'll be here to hang out for a little bit. But thanks for your time. Thanks for coming. And we're with you in this. All right, you're dismissed. Thank you. Thank you.